Pat McCabe, you're alive on Eddie Radio. How we doing? Fuck off. You're live. You want to call back twice is what happens. I thought you picked up. I thought you picked up when I was hanging up. <laughs> I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Fucking, I should. Am I really on fucking some radio? Yeah, I got you. I'm literally recording right now. This episode is powered by the Variety Store, 2 Moseo Drive in Randolph, Massachusetts. They have a large selection of alcohol, tobacco products, so cigarettes, fucking puffers, whatever you want, groceries, the works. Get in there, get your buds, get your Heineken, your wine, your liquor. Orange juice. Couple chases. For the culture, you're all good. So stop by the Variety Store in Randolph for a fun family environment. Scratch some tickets, Michael, and tell them the neighbor sent you. Let me tell you a little story about my homeboy Ed. Used to drink every day, straight 40 to the head. Yes, in the podcast, like somebody, right? AKA, AKA, Penny Hadaway, AKA, Brigatoni Soprano. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Jordan missed shots. <clears throat> Tom Brady threw interceptions. It's all good. If you hear any pauses, because I've developed a vicious vape habit. I'm going to try not to smoke cigarettes. And I do. I keep fucking. I'm sorry for the swearing, but I keep developing the saliva when I talk. And I'm like drinking beverages of adult varieties. And I'm also vaporizing nicotine. It's crazy. It's crazy. I sound like I have a lisp. Of some sorts. But welcome back, man. This is day two, seven pods of Christmas. I've literally, like I said in the intro, I've been wanting to do this for years. I've been wanting to do the 12 pods of Christmas. Um, but this year coming up, also happy birthday to my father, Big Head. Love you, Dad. Um, probably listening. Uh, excuse me. Just know I'm about to buy you a Fitbit so you can watch your hot blood pressure and all that shit. That's what, that's what a Fitbit does, right? A Fitbit is more... See, my dad, like, my dad, my father's retired. Worked for the state of Massachusetts Union for his whole life. He got in early. That's the story of my life. Like, my, I've been working since I was 11, all right? I used to referee soccer, my first job, I believe, my first job on the books, that is, was refereeing youth soccer. And at one point in a first to second grade level, I gave a yellow card. It might have been when I started dabbling in the drugs. I don't know. I don't know if I was in the right mindset, but I threw out the yellow for, for the culture. I know I was working with was these two girls in my grade. Like I said, so 11. So what's that? Ninth grade is 14, 13, 12. Oh. <laughs> All right, so maybe maybe I was 12. So maybe this had been seventh grade because I remember I had a crush on one of the girls from school that I was working with. Another chick was from a private school who was also, also a baddie in seventh grade. I mean, indict me if you want, but I'm just speaking of my seventh grade self. But I thought it'd be funny because I'm always, I'm always here for the joke. I'm always here for the laugh. So I threw, I threw out a yellow card to a first grade coach, <laughs> and he wasn't happy. 
and that was my last game. <laughs> Refereeing for Weymouth Youth Soccer. Great job, though. It was like, literally, it was like $30. Oh, my God. It might have been 15 an hour. Which, actually, you know what? In two thousand early 2000s standards, that's pretty good fucking money, dude. It, I... I was going to say 30 a game, but I want to say I got to check one time for 50. It might have been my last game was that time I threw out the yellow card. Uh, oh, I'm going to say her name so bad, but I won't. M.A. But um, so that was a, I want to say that was a $15 check. So ipso facto, $15 an hour if I was 12, 2002. Bruh, that's like, I managed managed the whole delicatessen restaurant in the late 2000s. I was getting like 14 an hour. I had, dude, I had some pretty sweet jobs. I don't think about it. As we're talking about this as a family right now, I went from refereeing soccer at age 11, 12. My father made me lie about my birth year. So, fast forward to my next job at 12. I think you had to been 13. So, soccer, I think you had to be the age of 12, but I was 11. And I got a funky birthday. My birthday is August 30th. I made kindergarten by one day. They should have held me back. <laughs> I didn't want to. All my friends, I still go to the 2008 high school reunions. It's the only one I go to. I get invited to the 2010. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm popular out here in these streets, in these dub streets. So I get, you know what I'm saying? I love high school so much. I stayed a couple extra years for the culture. And I get invited to the, to the 2008, 2009, and 010 reunions. That's so fucking funny. I was, I was a piece of shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, this season of podcast, I'm going to get into it. You know what I'm saying? I went to... Alternative high school at one point we had a, I you know what I should get. I'm literally thinking out loud. This is Eddie Eddie Radio. This is a solo podcast, so I'm just thinking as I go, baby. I'm just rumbling and tumbling. I should get. I mean, you guys know my boy Mookie. One of my brothers, he's been in some videos of mine. Um, me and Mook also went to Alternative together, because when we high school had. Uh, they had the the decisions program, which is in the old high school's um, Cosmo shack. <laughs> it was like a one-bedroom house about a half mile from the high school. And they turned that, because Weymouth is such a piece of shit area, they turned this like one-bedroom house into what they call decisions. So if you got arrested in high school... Or got on some type of chins and you were on probation or you went to Juvie Hall. Like, you went to Decisions. And then if you couldn't keep up in Decisions, you went to the Alternative. I skipped it. I went to Decisions for two days. I was like, caught with marijuana. Shot Richie one sec. R.I.P. Richie one sec, actually. Came in the math class, second period one time, with an ounce of weed. And we ran like the Dickens, my dude. We ran out the side door into the woods, and I, you know what I'm saying? I'm a worker. I'm a blue-collar type of guy. I like to work. I like to work with my hands, and I was a year removed from being in graphic arts, 
which thinking back, I should have probably fucking stayed because like, obviously like I want to make merch. One of my dreams probably since early high school was create a clothing line with some kind of apparel, but I did graphic arts for a year. I wanted to be cool, hang out with my friends. So I went to sheet metal, became a tin knocker for two years until I got kicked out and went to the alternative high school. But me and Richie, <laughs> we, we, he came up to me and was like, yo, I got, and he showed me his backpack, opened it up, and it was just dank. Stank up the math class. And we just muscled through it. He was late for class. So like 30 minutes of us just like planning, like, all right, we're going to go eat. Like, my mom's home, like, my my parents, which, like, which is great, and I hope me and LaPrincia can get to this point, too, but, like, someone in me and my sister's house was home all the time. Like, my father worked his, like, union job during the day, got home at 4 o'clock p.m. on the nose, drove, this is most of my life, drove my mother to work at 5, came back home by 5.30, it was a train station like a town over and uh i mean eventually she went to days again too because my mother was a fucking beast at everything she did just know shout out good one proctor one of the best law firms in the city of boston all glass building near Faneuil hall you see it you know it you love it but um so richie was like oh we'll go to my house my mom I forget if she worked or not, but she wasn't home. Her, his sister wasn't home. She was older. I think she was maybe a senior in high school. And the parents were divorced. So that was it. So our plan was to get to Richie's house in North Weymouth. We're in South Weymouth. So we we ran through the woods. <laughs> I, I don't even really want to say her name because I feel like she would, like, fucking sue me or fucking lose us on would sue me. But Miss Knudsen would – she chased us. And shout out – Mike Salvi, firefighter. It's my guy. We eventually became cool later on in life when I dated an ex. But um, they chased us, bro. The security went after us. We jetted out the side of the building into the woods. And my graphic arts class was outside. And you just hear this dude, Mr. Landry, go, Keep going, right? Keep going. And you just had people from, like, the four stories of classrooms above go, go away. And they just kept saying my name. They're like, and obviously, I'm going to get fucking caught. Long story short, we blazed it down. High as a giraffe's ass. One of the highest I've ever been in my life. 2005, I would say. We're waiting for the T-bus. And the Geo was in East Weymouth. I believe that's Central Square. Waiting for the bus. Fucking old maroon Crown Vic rolls up. This is bitch Officer Critch. I mean, shout out to her family if they listen to me. She sucked, dude. She she was about as cool as herpes. She sucked. She zip-tied us up. Brought us back to high school. And I'll tell you what. 2005? If you got brought into school during lunchtime when everybody's out and about in the hallways and shit with zip ties you were one badass motherfucker i don't give a fuck all i cared about was like was like um what do you call it not labels but like uh status like i always wanted to be cool and i knew i was cool and i was cool 
but I always try to keep that status. You know what I'm saying? Like I tried to always skip class. I tried to always be the class clown. Try to always get these jokes off. Which brings me to this. This is my ADDDDD kicking in. Shout out my boy Trent Wells. Supporting me. Said he'd go with me. I just got, life just got ahead of me. I'm doing stand comedy, ladies and gentlemen. If I remember to, drop a bomb. I'm going to do stand comedy. I've been told by friends, family, and strangers, probably since like 05, probably since like early high school that I should do stand-up. I have the personality and all that shit, especially when we're recording or filming for the TV show. My wedding, all the people at A&E were like, you have this personality that just fits right in. It's like you've done reality before. And they used to ask me if I'd done stand-up. A lot of people, because I, I hang out with comedians. I've had two podcasts before Radiant Media. Shout out to Wanda Gona, writer for Jesus and Mero before they broke up. My guy, you guys know him, Jason Cordova, always on the show and shit. Um, Jason's flourishing. Was on uh, my cousin Los Sam J's show, Pause, on HBO Max. Jason's doing, I just heard Laugh Boston on New Year's Eve. So everybody go get your tickets. But show my boy Trent. I said he'd go with me to an open mic. He, Whatever, he was telling me about open mics. And he was going to go with me and support me. But like, I do shit like during the day. And uh, I just been so fucking busy. I mean, my wife. It's been busier doing some shit during the day, and then she's been flying. She's gone from Atlanta to Cali. Now she's going to South Carolina probably very soon. So I can't complain. Like she, my my wife is she she's a Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? She's just a globetrotter. She's the goat, and I wish I could model my worth ethic after her. Even though I come from like a blue collar background with my parents and shit, but I, I, 2023, I'm really gonna get my shit together. And I'm excited. Like I said in the intro, like I had my biggest publicized year of my life this past year with the show. And I didn't capitalize. I didn't put out, I put out like two pods since like the summer. You know, I'm just trying to get timing correct. And new ideas and new shows. I've been networking lately the past month. Getting back on my bullshit. So I got... Ah, my fucking foot. My toes numb. Um, I got two shows I'm trying to produce. Shout my boy Paul Wood. P-Dubs. A.K.A. Zaddy. Um, I'm meeting Paul tomorrow. You're hearing this on Tuesday. So I will meet him on Wednesday. Uh, this is probably him right there, excuse me. And we're going to go over notes. Who the fuck is this? Shout out my boy Booger in the intro. Uh, you know what the hell he was doing? Uh, what is she talking about? No, really did. Like 50 posts made before. <laughs> Shout out to my father. Happy birthday, Big Ed. I love you, Dad, so much. Strongest guy I know. Physically and rhetorically, if, if that makes sense. <laughs> he, I posted a bunch of... I haven't posted a lot of pictures of my father. I don't, I don't know if I even posted the pictures I posted before 
but it was like two videos. It was one lead scene from the reality show, one video of him doing the Death Nut Challenge. I gave him one of the highest level peanuts, and he was like, my balls, I can feel my balls. I can hear my ball here fucking hitting the floor. <laughs> but I posted a bunch of pictures of him in the wedding and him with AR-15s and the National Guards. Back when the National Guards was was uh, something to fuck with, you know what I'm saying? He was he was the National Guard in the Blizzard of 78. Yes. <laughs> no, did he, like... Shovel people out? No. My father. <laughs> I don't want to incriminate him, so allegedly he went down to Florida, took a hum- Humvee with his buddies, and drove all the way down to Florida to a blizzard of 78. I don't know nothing else. We'll put it like that. So, I'm fucking all over the place right now. I'm viciously addicted to these craves. Clear 3%. I love them. I love him. It just, it's just like, I don't know if I love him. I love him, but I don't know if I love the thought of him because, like, it's like an anxiety crutch. Like, whenever I feel uncomfortable or want, like, a cigarette or something, I'll just stop puffing on this shit. So, yeah, I don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> but I don't remember what the fuck I was talking about. Please say something in the comments and I will continue it next episode. But tomorrow, I'm probably going to have Young Sage on. We did this interview months ago. It's my guy. Pride of Milwaukee. I got family in Milwaukee. Shout out to Ray's. Also, shout out my cousin Caitlin. Near Halloween, got married. Shout out Rob Tucker. Shout out Matt Hendy. Um, those are my new cousins. You know what I'm saying? And they, they're consistent listeners. And I appreciate you guys, for real. Just know that. Um, I, I, I can't fuck with the amount of people who have fucked with me over the last year. Like I said, I think in the intro, like the South African newspaper who said that I was like one of the most popular podcasters in the country. Like, dude, I, I worked so hard for this media personality, podcaster, just personality label, and it's finally coming to fruition. And I'm so grateful. And that's why I'm so excited for this upcoming run season. Oh, I hope I don't even have to do seasons anymore. Like, I hope I stay motivated, continue to get to get the guests, and continue to grow. Also, these truly fruit punches hit different. Let me tell you that. Holy shit, we're already 18 minutes in. Um, all right, so yeah, me and Polly Dubs, Pete Dubs, we got a pod. I can't talk about it. I don't want you guys taking my shit like you have before. Hip-hop New England, you know who you are. Give me five. Yeah. You know what the fuck's going on. Everybody, dude. I've People have been taking my ideas for years. I just don't give a fuck. And I don't continue to push it like I should. Because I get lazy and I just have life. You fucking losers just, just creep and wait till... I fuck up and you take advantage of it and run with it. So you guys better nominate me for a podcast award this year. That's all I got to say. So what do we got in the notes? So, yeah. So I mentioned my cousin Caitlin's wedding. Shout out her and Ann. Um, beautiful wedding. Beautiful wedding. Beverly, Massachusetts. 
Um, was supposed to be outside, but we brought it inside. Um, the venue was amazing. I can't forget. I forget the guy, the two guys' names. They came up to me. They saw the show. Took pictures with me at the end. I was fairly intoxicated. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> I I vaguely remember. I remember taking the picture and seeing. You ever take like a selfie with somebody and they're holding the camera, and then they snap the pic, and for that split cunt hair for a second, you see the picture that was just taken. And I have squinty eyes as it is, and baggy eyes at that. So I remember for that fucking split hair of a second, I saw this the picture he took because he was like, "Yo, can I take a picture with you?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, bet." And then he just did it quick and then walked away and said, "Thank you." And I'm just like, "Fuck." <laughs> I look like a booze bag. I look fat. Um, hey, how funny was that? Uh, Pat McCabe intro on the beginning. Shout out to my boy Booger. I love you, kid. Um, Booger and Boyle. I don't care. I'll call you guys off right now. You guys are scared because of your employment. Everyone is here. All right, so we're going to have to wrap this. Uh, 20 minutes in. Hey, you guys, a couple more minutes. Uh, my fa- Like I said, my father's birthday. Patriots fucked everything up. Jacoby Myers, Ramondre Stevenson, Bill Belichick. Everybody fucked up that Patriots game. <laughs> one, I lost man money. Two, you broke my heart, which is number one, to be honest with you. And you don't lateral it when the game ends. Is tied, motherfucker. Are you dumb, dude? Like, I know Ramondre Stevenson... Oh, I want to vent this off real quick. Holy shit. Ramondre Stevenson's from Las Vegas. We were playing the Las Vegas Raiders, formerly Oakland. We're up, dude. They didn't score a single fucking... It was the first half of 17-3. Second half, we came up... Um. So, I want to say it was like 20-17. And... Whatever, they got a field goal, say, tied up, two-minute drill. Who's got the hot? Who's got the will? Long story short, we're on, like, the 40, on, like, the Oakland 40 seconds left. We snap the ball. All you can do is take a knee. We go to overtime. Ah, ah, ah. We got good juju. Bill Belichick does well in hand uh, coin flips. Our defense was on... Fucking a thousand. Matthew Judon. Uche. Every dude, everybody was hitting on all cylinders like a forward, son. And Ramondre Stevenson had like 186 rushing yards on the touchdown. His hometown return. Great game. He had he had a great run. You know what I'm saying? Draw. Everybody's down deep, cover six or whatever. And he didn't he wanted to make something happen, so he looked around. Turned around and goes, oh shit, there's Jacoby wide open. Fucking throws it over his head to Jacoby Myers. Jacoby, former quarterback in high school. I mean, college. Belichick did the whole Julian Edelman thing. Turned a quarterback into a wide receiver. Worked out. And it's worked out for Jacoby, actually. He's arguably our best receiver. Jacoby got scared. He saw Mac Jones in the middle of the field. Covered by former Patriot. Former K2 Spice Smoker, Chandler Jones, brother of John Bones Jones. Chandler Jones, if you don't remember, his last time, last week with the Patriots, smoked Spice, a.k.a. K2, a.k.a. Synthetic Marijuana. 
got a little too turned up Tony and wound up in a Foxborough, Massachusetts police station naked, just in underwear, just in the skippies, and was asking for help. Long story short, we released him. Connell's picked him up. Long story short, trade him to the Raiders. And he pretty much intercepted Jacoby Myers. Lateral to Mac Jones. Game's tied. No seconds on the clock. And CJ just fucking took it to the crib. And we lost. And now Belichick's 14 and 16 against his former assistants. But this isn't the duffel. Um, I really want to get into a couple of things real quick. Um, Christmas. Oh, hold on. I had this up on my laptop. Um, this is interesting. So the highest grossing Christmas films right now, December 21st, 2022. Guess who number one is? Jim Carrey's The Grinch, ladies and gentlemen. The fucking Grinch. Great movie. Like, I remember they showed us it in high school. They showed it on TV every year. It's a great flick, dude. But I wouldn't have guessed it being number one. <clears throat> but I would have guessed being number one. Oh, I'm sorry. The Grinch. So the one I'm talking about came out in 2000. That's number four. What's 2018 The Grinch? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. 2018, The Grinch. Pharrell was in it? Pharrell was a narrator? Where was I in 2018? Oh, this looks gay as shit. Nah, it's not scary. You need The Grinch to be scary. This is fully like Toy Story, Pixar. <clears throat> nah. I'm out with it. Mm-mm. Nah. And he got 59% Rotten Tomatoes, 6.3% IMBD out of 10. Fuck that. Nah, I'm a Jim Carrey, the Grinch type of guy. <clears throat> um, That's wild, bro. So that's number one highest grossing, like, aka making the most money right now. And number two is what I would have thought was number one, which is Home Alone. And number three, it's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Which is, what do you guys like better? Sound off in the comments. Home Alone 1 or 2. Actually, Home Alone 3. Completely different little kid. Great. Um, they're not the wet bandits, but like, great, like, burglary. Bur- burglar. Burglar. Burglarly scenes at the end. It was great. It was great. They had to do with the long hair. It, it was fucking hilarious. But... According to Paste Magazine, 1 through 8, the most popular Christmas movies of all time are number 1 from 1946, It's a Wonderful Life. I saw that on HBO Max of Peacock, and I almost watched it just to laugh. You know what I'm saying? Just to riddle me of how different life was back then. Compared to, you know what I'm saying, 70 plus years now. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I, I like I had this up on my tabs on my laptop. And I didn't really go through it. So this is kind of like new for both of us. Number two. The Nightmare Before Christmas. 1993. Again, 
shout out my cousin Caitlin. I remember sh- her showing me this on VHS, probably '95, is when I can remember it. She always had her shout out my aunt, my aunt Janice who also listens. They always had the VHSs. I did. We didn't have, so they had like the uh, what do you even call it? The Rudolph the Red was Reindeer. The originals. It's not Pixar. It's like not Claymation. Whatever you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. But like they always had like Jack Frost, the Drummer Boy, Nightmare Before Christmas, which is kind of different. But I didn't own it. Um, what were the other ones? It was like the ones that like were like second tier. You know what I'm saying? Like we had Mad VHSs, but like we didn't have those. Number three on the list is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, nineteen forty seven, which is another one. I think I think I might watch it and do a pod, which is also like a a hint hint into what my new podcast is. Number four is the Charlie Brown Christmas classic. Arguably, no. I would okay all time. Like the only criteria of this hypothetical list being like well-rounded overall Christmas movies, Charlie Brown Christmas has to be top five. Then number five is Elf, Will Ferrell, 2003. A lot of girls, a lot of girls my age love the Elf. Love, love Will Ferrell. Ferrell. (laughs) I'm saying the stepbrother himself. I also love it. I think I need to revisit. So that came out 2003. So yeah, so like 2000, that's not like fucking high school movie they played for us <laughs> like this week like the week of christmas break um wow a christmas story number six 1983 i can't wait to see the new one i can't fucking wait love christmas story it's like i always say the best background music in the summer is a baseball game is a major league baseball game it's the best background music you can ever have having people over but there's no baseball right now so what takes its place in december preferably christmas eve which we go to my aunt janice's house or christmas day is a christmas story you have to always it's on 24 hours so you gotta have that playing in the background and it just seems like whenever you look at the television it's always playing the same pot it's it, 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 it's crazy how that works so number seven is Home Alone. Whack. Should be way higher. Number eight is White Christmas, 1954. See, I got to get hip to the old school. Maybe I'll watch it with my father or something. Um, one of my favorite pastimes also is looking at on Google, like what other people Google. Makes me feel less of a dumbass. Um, ooh, what is Britain's favorite Christmas film? Wonderful life. Gay. Uh, was the best movie all time, and why? Wonderful. Wow, it's two lists in a row. Ooh, I like this list. The best classic Christmas mo- Christmas movies of all time. My wife Laprincia's favorite Christmas movie, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, is number one. Christmas Story. Three is Rudolph Rednose Wa- Reindeer, nineteen sixty four. It's gonna be top five. And another Parents of the Future. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I just watched it for the first time. Loved it. 
and then it's everything else I've said before. So, yeah, guys, just get ready for this week. You know what? Another thing about it, maybe I'll put out Young Sages episode Thursday, and I'll do like friends. Like I got Paul coming on tomorrow. Maybe I'll put Paul on Thursday. No, I'll put Sage out on Thursday, Friday, Paul. Uh, I'm trying to get my sister for Christmas Day. It's gonna be fucking bonkers. I mean, some other family. I got some big dogs, some big comedians. I'm trying to get on for a couple minutes. Um, get ready, guys. And like, I'm sorry. This was like, Patriots fucked me up. I was supposed to record an episode. I think I was gonna be high spirits. It's the Raiders. <sighs> and then it just fucked up everything. And then I got busy Monday. And then at today, I had to record the intro plus this 30 plus minute episode just now. Now I gotta go get my dad a Fitbit and then go hit his house, come back home, go to sleep, do my daily endeavors. It's a whole thing. I'm fucking busy. But you know what? It's good for me. My phone's on 2%. I love you guys. Subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Tell your friends to tell your friends, dogs, cats, dogs, uncles, goldfish, friends, step teachers, mistress. I love you guys. At underscore Eddie at underscore Eddie Ray and all social media. E D D I E R A Y. It's Pocket Sex and with Eddie Ray. We out of here. Bah!